Dad podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I am David. And he is my dad. We're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So here it is, Dad. It's important. It's key. You're seeing what camp you're in. (laughs) Are you a mayonnaise or mustard person? Of course, me, I am a mayonnaise person. And... I am a big time mayonnaise person. And you know, it's funny. Most people are one or the other. True. I mean, I, now there are some mustards I like on things, but, you know, with recipes and things like that, I'll use mustard, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big mustard guy. But if I'm making a sandwich, I want mayonnaise. And <gasps> now I don't eat mayonnaise by itself. Now, some people are like serious mayonnaise people. Right. And they eat it with everything. I'm not quite that. But, uh, you know, like before Chick-fil-A sauce, at Chick-fil-A, I would dip the waffle fries into a mixture of ketchup and mayonnaise together. Mm. That was one of my favorite things. I'm just not a mayonnaise person. Yeah, it's true. I I like mustard, specifically Dijon mustard. Mm. Like just straight yellow mustard, I don't really care for, honestly. And I've honestly eaten like sandwiches, for example. Sometimes I'd rather have a sandwich with just lettuce and tomato on it if they if they don't have Dijon mustard, yeah. right? Dijon mustard's super good. I like the spiciness of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, mayo to me tastes like you're eating lard. <laughs> it just does. I don't understand yeah. like the flavor profile on it. It's like this, ju- it's just nasty. And so... I'm kind of like you in terms of I don't mind it in stuff. Like yeah. if you if you give me a spicy mayo, mm-hmm. I can do that. Yeah. That's fine. That's true. Or if you want to have like some kind of sauce that has mayo in it mm-hmm. or some kind of like even uh, sometimes it's easier to spread mayo on like to make a grilled cheese. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've done that before. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's literally just the flavor yeah. of mayonnaise that I despise. I remember one time I was I was on a road trip and I stopped at a firehouse subs and I was like, all right, I'm going to get this sandwich. It's going to be great. And I didn't get mayo on it, but it had a ton of mayo yeah. and I could taste it. I literally took off the half that had mayo and threw it away. Yeah. And then I tried to scrape as <laughs> yeah. much of the mayo off any of the deli meat as I could. Yeah. Because it's I, there's just something about the flavor that I just can't do it, man. I think there's, I think some people, it's the texture, the the flavor. They just, like you said, the lard thing. I, I think for some people, and some people like mayo crazy. Like they I like a little understand. bit of sandwich with their mayonnaise. I just, you know, um, I like mayonnaise on the sandwich. I don't, I don't kill it with mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like you, I do love flavored. Like you go to a restaurant and they do a sandwich with a garlic mayo. Oh, dude, or, I'll eat that all day. Like That's that. fine. Yeah. Now that... In fact, I need to think about how to make that myself because, you know, flavored mayonnaise is just... In fact, they're starting to carry it like at the store now. Yeah. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. Um, but like you, I'm like you, like Dijon I do like, mm-hmm. but when I do a sandwich, I'm going to want mayonnaise, some type of mayonnaise. 
Yeah, for me, I guess it's just the flavor of plain mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I don't even mind the texture because I'm not going to eat it straight. It's just yeah. not going to yeah. happen ever. Yeah. Uh, so I don't mind the texture. It's just the flavor of it just tastes like you're like, let me just put some slightly sour fat on here <laughs> and eat this. It's going to be great. And it's just not. So so I don't think Hellman's is going to be asking us to sponsor the podcast or anything. Blue Plate, you know. They, they might sponsor you. <laughs> they might. Yeah. One half is sponsored by the mayonnaise side. The other <laughs> half is the mustard side. So if there's any food companies out there, we'll gladly do that for you. Yeah. I got you as long as it's not plain mayo. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be set. Okay, so the topic that we have been discussing is vacations. We've talked about the benefits for an individual. We've talked about the benefits for relationships, which was particularly enjoyable. I really like that session. Uh, but now we're talking about how to make it happen. We had somebody ask that question, I think it was last week. Yeah, last week. About how like they don't feel like they have enough money, stuff like that. But it's not just a money thing. There's a lot of intentionality that needs to go into making vacations. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious... On, in your perspective, what do you think are some of the most key things to making a good vacation happen? Yeah, if you're going to make a trip happen, it really starts with you kind of owning your own calendar and just pick, picking a time, putting it down. Mm. If, if you don't do that, you're not going to take it. Something's mm. always going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just life. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm not saying that emergencies don't come up and you have to change and all that. Um, sometimes those things do happen, mm-hmm. but they're rare. Mm-hmm. Like there was very rare times that we had to cancel a vacation or change something because we put it on the calendar. We planned everything around it. And I think the key is a lot of people that say, well, I hope to have a vacation this year. Right. Well, it starts with you planning. This right. week, we're going on a trip. You may not even know what you're doing yet. But, you know, and if you plan far enough out, uh, it, it kind of helps. Like we planned our vacations pretty far out, mm-hmm. mainly so we could get on the calendar. Because where I worked out in the church, we had a bunch of people on staff. Mm-hmm. And we a bunch of us couldn't take vacations at the same time. Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. I, and I agree with it. So we would always try to, okay, that's our week. Mm-hmm. And we would pick it early and plan it out early, mainly to get it on the calendar so nothing could take it away. Because mm-hmm. if you don't put it on your calendar, you're not going to do it. There'll always be an excuse. You'll come up with a reason. So I think first you have to own your calendar and make sure that it happens. I think that's 100% accurate because I'll give you an example for me not doing that. Uh, my wife took a girl's vacation with mm-hmm. one of her friends in May because she had just finished her schooling. She's done, praise God. Uh, But they took a full week. They went over to Waco because all girls, for some reason, just Waco is like the capital of all women in America. Yeah, it is. Um, It's an empire. And they loved it, had a great time. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, well, she'll do that. I can take a trip with the guys or something. Yeah. And I have not put it on the calendar, and I'm no closer to actually doing any kind of guy's trip whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, just because I haven't put it on there. And yeah. you mentioning that really challenges me to look at the next couple months and be like, all right, I need to get something on the calendar that's like a real vacation. Yeah. Because currently, I, I, I haven't taken a single vacation day. 
I've taken some personal days, mm-hmm. but I I full I still have two full weeks of vacation. Yeah, yeah. And if I if I'm not careful, I'm just not going to take it at all. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people do is they think I'm going to take one, mm-hmm. and there's an intentionality, mm-hmm. but it's not acted on. Mm-hmm. And and we've got to act on it and make it happen because you also want to pick out when do I want to go on vacation, right? You know, and that's where you really get into the nuances of what do we like as a family. Right. Like like for us, we always try to go to popular places during off season. Mm-hmm. You know, like going to Disney in August. Misery. Is, is tough. It's a million degrees and it has a million people. Mm-hmm. Because August is also the time when most of Europe is on vacation. So a bunch of them come over. Plus it's the summer. Um, and you have a lot of people in the States. So we always try to go on, like when we went to Disney, it was during school. Because mm-hmm. one week's not going to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And and so we always tried to go when things were less crowded mm-hmm. or less miserable. Now, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to do that. I understand. But if you plan ahead, it's easier for you to pick a time and say, okay, we're doing this here. We're doing this here. And I think that's a big thing of... What do you as a family want? You discuss that. You talk it out. Because if you don't do that, you'll just last minute something. And when you last minute something, actually, usually it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's 100% true. And I think you can set this time aside even before you know what you're going to do. Yeah. You know, like, because what it's going to do is kind of force you to decide. It re- and that's a great point because sometimes they're like, I don't know what I want to do. Just pick a week. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, um, and, and we'll figure out when's like I tell people, one of the cheapest times to go on a cruise was the April, late April, early May. Mm-hmm. Spring breaks over, summer hasn't started. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons we picked the Disney cruise we did was it was the cheapest time of the whole year. Mm-hmm. Your mom, like your mom really researched it. Because it was in November. It was right after Thanksgiving. The yeah. Saturday after Thanksgiving was the cheapest cruise of the year. At that time. And so that's when we went. And so sometimes if you pick the time or you do it early enough, you can find the time that maybe gives you the price that makes the vacation happen. Because sometimes a year are cheaper than others. That's true. And that's that's one of the things you can figure out and do to where, okay, maybe in the summer going to the beach is super expensive. Right. But if I go in, you know, April, if I go in September... It's going to be a lot less. Right. And that's what things you can figure out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go ahead and get to the topic of money because I think that's going to be another huge barrier for people. Time is one. Yeah. I think money is right there with it. They're both kind of the two major, oh, I can't because money. Yeah. The money thing, I think, starts with you figuring out a budget. Mm. What is our budget for vacation? Right. The danger of not having a budget is you go over. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you think, well, I'll just throw it all on the credit card. Mm -hmm. And that gets very dangerous because then that one vacation can take you three years to pay off. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is pick a budget. And that's, again, if you pick a date early enough, you can save up for it. Right. Okay, we're going to go to the beach and we're going to eat out once a night. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, we'll get a condo that's got all the bedrooms we need. And let's say we get it for 120 a night. For right. all of us. Okay. Not a great condo, but good. There you go. You've got your budget for that. You're going to do five nights. So you're looking about 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Tax and everything. Let's put it up to seven. 
and then your meals, you know, and you can figure it out. So you can say, okay, my whole vacation is going to cost $1,500 mm-hmm. for my family. Mm-hmm. Well, then you figure out how do we pay for that? Yeah. And if you plan ahead, you have time to raise the money. Mm-hmm. But if you wait till the last second, you'll spend more money and you won't have it. And that's mm-hmm. where the budget, I think, before the trip, you figure out what, what do we have to spend? Mm-hmm. Like you may say, we only have $500. Mm-hmm. That's all we can spend this year. Mm-hmm. Well, then you figure something out that you can do as a family that's in that budget. Yeah. You're like, I, do I have any family members who happen to have anything anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where I'm going to go. Exactly. You know, uh, you know, people, hey, do you need me to house sit for you at your beach house? You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for I, real. I'll do whatever. You know, you get more creative when you know. Yeah. And I think figuring your budget out helps you to know. And then you can start, you know, looking, praying and saying, okay, what can we do? Mm-hmm. And it just makes it easier. You do it debt free. You'll enjoy the vacation a whole lot more. Right. No, I think that's very true. And I think if you pick your budget first, then you can pick the vacation that goes with that. Yeah. Instead of trying to pick a vacation and then be like, well, how much is it? And yeah. then just hopefully coming up with four grand or whatever it yeah. costs. Well, and, and I'll take your mom, for example. The Disney cruise that we went on, mm-hmm. she intentionally took a job mm. at, at, at your school. Y'all were going to a private school. They needed, I think it was a librarian. Mm-hmm. She took that job so we could go on that vacation. Mm. It was the whole reason she took the job. Mm. She didn't have this burning desire to be a librarian. She right. enjoyed it, actually. She had fun with it. But the main reason she did it was so she could pay for that vacation. Yeah. Because she wanted y'all to experience the Disney cruise while you were still young. And I think that's a good that's a good context to give people. Mm-hmm. Our family, like you, you were a minister. So mm-hmm. ministers are not known for making a hundred K a year. That's true. And uh, mom was a stay at home mom. Yeah. So there was one income and it was not the highest income. No. And and we still went on a vacation pretty much every year. Yeah. And if if y'all could do it, pretty much anybody can do it. Yeah, it just it takes work. Yeah. And and it takes effort and, and budgeting is a key part. But the good part is once you figure that budget out, it helps you enjoy your vacation so much more because you're not worried. Yeah. You're not worried about how am I going to pay for this? Oh no, can I afford this? And when you know ahead what things cost. You can let the family know, mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. Yeah. And so everybody has the expectation. And it, it avoids the annoying moment where you're all trying to decide what to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and, and yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking about that. But, you know, and, and the point of a vacation, we have to remember, is the memories. Mm-hmm. More so than the big event or what you do. Like, you may never be able to afford maybe even going to Disney. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You can still have special memories doing something that's less expensive. The point is to do something intentional, to look for those creative things and see what happens. Like your mom and I, when we were first married, I mean, I made nothing. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy in our church who won a trip to Cancun, Mm -hmm. but he didn't want to go, he and his wife. Mm. So he was like, he could give it to us. And he said, hey, do you want a vacation to Cancun? Well, what did we say? Yes. yes. And it was all inclusive. Yeah. So it was like the greatest trip for us because we couldn't afford it. Yeah. 
And, and so that was one of those doors that just opened. Mm-hmm. And, and I think sometimes you just want to do that because you look for those memories. You look for those opportunities where someone says, hey, I've got a cabin. You want to use it one week. Mm-hmm. Those things can happen. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go out there begging. Mm-hmm. But if you're smart, you budget, God can sometimes open those doors for you that you didn't even know were there. I think that's true. Uh, so we've talked about time. Mm-hmm. We've talked about money. Yeah. Any other good perspectives on making a good vacation happen? I think understand the season of life that you're in. Yeah. Like when you guys were little, we did vacations where, you know, you basically go to a place that has a little pool. Yeah. Like when we went to the beach, you guys love the pool more than the beach. (laughs) You know, we still went because we'd like go to the pool for, I mean, go to the beach for a little bit. You'd play in the sand and then you want to go swim in the pool. Yeah. Well, we were cool with that. We had kind of planned for that. Yeah. And that was all. That was all we did. We eat out a couple times, but it was mainly just to go and spend that time together. Mm-hmm. And and so I think understand where your kids are at. Yeah. If you have kids and what you can do, because some people, I think they're so ready to go do something mm-hmm. that they they kind of push their kids into it. Mm. You know, like I've been wanting to go to Disney my whole life. I'm going to take my one year old. Well, one he's not going to remember anything. And two, you'll be walking around in a stroller. If, if you go in the summer, it's going to be really hot. A hundred degrees. And and kids can't handle that. Mm. So you want to pick a, a vacation that's appropriate mm-hmm. for you know your budget, but also the age of your family. Yep. When your kids are smaller, it doesn't have to be anything major. Yeah. And they'll still love it. Yeah. So so don't let pressure. You know, oh, the Johnsons took their kids to you know Zimbabwe or whatever. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You can take your kids to the beach or to the mountains and they yeah. may have just as good a time or better. Yeah, I think that's true. And they might enjoy it because you've planned with where they're at in mind. Yeah. Like I think of uh, we got to go on a vacation to Europe mm-hmm. and we saved for it for a long time. Yeah. And uh, but that was for my senior trip. And so, you know, I was basically 18 at the time mm-hmm. and you know my sister was like 15 16 yeah. you know and so we got to enjoy it because like if i was you know 10 yeah. i probably wouldn't have loved it because yeah. it'd be like all right we're going to these 17 museums yeah and kid me would be like no <laughs> <laughs> but like 18 year old me who is a history nerd yeah was like oh heck yes let's go look at all the art you yeah. know let's read every single word about every single piece yeah you know um, but that trip would have been miserable if it was early. You know? And so yeah. that's and, something to think about. And for us, that was the thing is we waited till y'all were old enough to do a trip like that. And we also on that trip, you know, we kind of said, hey, this is the big trip, mm-hmm. you know, because that was your senior trip. Mm-hmm. But Katie got to go. Mm-hmm. So we told her, OK, your senior trip probably won't be this. Mm-hmm. So she knew ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But she was cool with that because she still got to go herself. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she got to experience it. And so for her senior trip, we did something different. Yeah. Um, But it was one of those things that it was neat for us to all go as a family and experience. And y'all were old enough to be, okay, we're in Florence, Italy. Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're in Venice. Mm -hmm. Y'all got to experience those things. And you're old enough to understand it and actually enjoy it. Exactly. I think the final tip that I'd give is remember that 
vacations are about making memories, not mm-hmm. just doing big things. Yeah. You can make just as many good memories anywhere yeah. as you can at the big fancy place that everybody's taking pictures of. Yeah. You don't have to worry so much about what you're doing yeah. as much as who you're with. Who you're with. Mm-hmm. And you can also tailor the vacation based on your family. Mm-hmm. What does your family like to do? Exactly. And, and you go to places that you all enjoy. Yeah. Like some families would hate to go to Europe. Yeah. They would go and be like, this is the most boring thing ever. I want to hike a mountain. Yep. Cool. Hike the mountain. Yeah. Do it. Have a great time. I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a different lane than another family. Yeah. So you get to find what you guys enjoy as a family. Yeah. Figure out what your family is into. Make the vacation around that. And that's where the memories will come from. Exactly. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the questions for today. Uh, The first one is from a lady who is dating a guy and she says, how do I get my boyfriend to express himself? He feels things, right? <laughs> um, that is is a very good question. Um, a lot of guys are not the best at expressing themselves. Now, there's a couple reasons for that. One, it may never, never have been modeled to them. Mm-hmm. So, so some men don't know how to share feelings because one, they've never learned how. Mm-hmm. Um, two, sometimes men get shut down when they share. Mm. And that's where women have to be careful. Because if you want someone to really share what they think, and they say something, and then you laugh and make fun of them, mm. they're not going to share again. Right. Or if you put them down. Mm-hmm. Because men are not women. Mm-hmm. So, so... We can't expect, women can't expect men to share like a woman would share. Mm-hmm. So what, what she needs to do is really understand what's his personality, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's trust issues. You know, if you guys are just dating a little bit, don't expect him to share deep, you know, meaningful things with you. That's true. When y'all may just be going out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I would go with that route first. I wouldn't. You know, don't go Dr. Phil on him mm-hmm. and try to get him to share. You know, men share as they feel trust. Mm-hmm. Um, but some men have been burnt. Yeah. Because some women are, are really good at asking a man how he feels. He says it and then she bashes him. Or picks it apart. Yep. Yep. Or says that's stupid. Yeah. Well, then they're not going to share again. Mm-hmm. You know, men emotionally... They're very strong physically, but emotionally men get hurt easily. That's true. And and so what we have to do is learn how to communicate together. So I think also set your expectations. What do you expect him to share? You know, if you expect him to act like someone in a movie, well, those guys have writers writing for them. Yeah, they wrote those lines ahead yeah, of time yeah. and got paid to do it. It's like so that, that line is so beautiful. Them. Yes, because somebody spent, you know, a whole day writing it, mm-hmm. you know, know who they are. And just expect them to be themselves. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things you can do to open that door to where they feel comfortable to share. Yeah. And I think over time, you're going to discover a little bit more about their communication style. Like when, when sometimes you can tell, like for me, for example, if I get frustrated at something, I usually get quiet. 
mm-hmm. because I'm trying to filter myself so I don't say anything I regret. Yeah, yeah. So like Emily, sometimes will be like, "All right, what's going on?" Because yeah, she'll yeah. be like, "You're quiet right now," and <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "Well, it's actually this," you know. <laughs> and that's just because she's she knows me now. Yeah. And so some yeah. of that does come with time. It does. It, as you build the relationship, you'll figure those things out. Okay. Here's a here's a great question. Okay. This person said, what if my family annoys me on any vacations we've been on before? Should I just go by myself? <laughs> well, it's a couple things. Like I've heard horror stories of families going on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what you have to do when you're planning the vacation, you want to take the whole family into consideration. Okay. So if, if you're the mom or dad, you want to think, okay, what does everybody want to do? Right. Like some people, you know, like your mom, when she was a teenager, her parents wanted to go to the beach and just sit mm-hmm. and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Drove her crazy. I, I understand. She, she, couldn't, she couldn't handle it. I understand. Um, so what you want to do is, is kind of consider, okay, what, what does everybody want to do? Yeah. You know, what, what can we do together? Um, and, and go with it that way. Now, when I say my family goes by myself, you know, I'm thinking of like a mom or dad who doesn't want their family with it. Well, it's kind of they come with you. Yeah. So you want to plan a vacation where everybody can enjoy it. Like one of the things your mom's parents did was they let her bring a friend. Yeah. And that was a great thing because then she and the friend could do stuff together. While they were sitting they on the could beach yeah. yeah. They were sitting and just reading a book. Yeah. So, so I think think creatively. Mm-hmm. What can you do to make the vacation enjoyable for everyone? And I think that's a key. As you get older, you know, if you're on your own and you want to go somewhere and everybody bugs you, you want to go by yourself, go. True. But uh, if you have a family, you know, going by yourself may not necessarily be the best thing. Yeah. um, Because you don't want to leave them behind. Yeah. And I think if you're talking extended family, there are going to be certain there are going to be certain members of your extended family that you get along with more naturally. That's true. It could be individuals. It could be certain family units. Yeah. You can choose which ones to go on a trip with. You don't yes, you have can. to take every single person every single time of the entire extended family. Yeah. You know, like maybe you have that one grandma that never wants to do anything and mm-hmm. she's just mad about life, I guess. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to bring her on your vacation. Yeah. Now, if you're doing a Christmas thing with the whole side of the family, you do. Yeah. But, you know, if you're choosing in May to go do, you know, your beach trip before everybody else mm-hmm. gets there, you don't have to bring her along. Yeah. It's okay. Um, in fact, I had a conversation about that with, with one of my friends. I was like, I don't want to bring this person on a trip. And they were like, why? And I explained to them yeah. the reasons that I thought it would not be an enjoyable trip yeah. if this certain person came. Mm-hmm. And after I communicated that, they were like, good point, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's okay to have those conversations mm-hmm. because you don't want to have a vacation that's miserable. Yeah, and I think think ahead to what can we do to make the vacation more enjoyable? Like we, we talked about our Gatlinburg trip yeah. a couple shows ago at Christmas. One of the things we did was get separate cabins yes. to give everybody space. That was done intentionally. Right. Um, in fact, it was probably your mom's idea. So people don't crawl on top of each other yeah. And by the end of the week, hate each other. Yeah. So so it's one of those things you want to think ahead of, okay, it may be cheaper for all of us to stay together in a two-bedroom mm-hmm. with, you know, 15 people, but we're going to kill each other by the end of the week. 
Right. So maybe we budget, spend a little more so we have more space. Yes. I think those are just some basic things you want to think through and think about. Now I got to ask this last question. Okay. What is your number one pet peeve on vacation? Because I know I've got mine. I already yeah. know. I already do, know. do yours first. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, my number one pet peeve on vacation is whenever you waste time having to agonize over making decisions that you could have easily made the day before or before the vacation happens. Mm-hmm. Perfect example, a beach trip when you have a big, huge family and you're trying every single night to talk about where you want to eat. And, yeah. and you know, you got that kid that's like, I just want to have chicken nuggets. And yeah. then you got the guy that's like, we're on the coast. We got to eat seafood. And then there's yeah. the other person that's like, I want a burger. And another person's like, breakfast food sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And it's just an hour and a half. And then you end up going where nobody really likes. Yeah. You know, like I, whoo, <laughs> I'm like, I did not come on this vacation to have a little debate about yeah. where to eat every single night. Yeah. I came here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my pet peeve for sure. What's yours? Yeah. Mine would be similar. I, to me, if you're going to go on a trip, it's, it's worth taking the time to plan and prepare. Right. I think it makes the trip more enjoyable. I agree. And people say, well, I don't want to plan every minute. You don't have to plan every minute. You just want to plan enough to where you kind of know what you're doing. Right. Like I had a friend uh, when we lived in Tallahassee. He was, it was one of the funniest things. He and his wife would go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And, and the way he planned out the vacation is he would tell her, you know, on this day, we do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. This day is yours. You want to go walk on the beach? You want to go shopping? I'm with you. Mm-hmm. On this day, I'm going to sit in front of the TV and not move all day. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how they plan their days. Mm-hmm. So both of them got what they wanted from the vacation. I thought that was so smart. Yeah. And, and so I think what we do is a lot of people don't plan vacations and they wonder, why did I have a terrible time? Mm-hmm. It's because they really didn't know what they were doing. They went in last minute. So I can't stand that. To me, mm-hmm. I got to have some planning. I mean, I, I, I lived with your mom. So she planned vacations every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we would go on a long vacation, she planned it like 1,500 times before we went, researched mm-hmm. and did all that. But I, I kind of liked it. It was because great. you go and you actually know what you're doing. Yeah. What are we doing today? Yeah. It was almost like a little treat. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, but it was fun because you actually anticipated the trip. Mm-hmm. And I think my pet peeve is people who just go and they don't have anything planned. And yeah, I'm kind of like you. It would it would just drive me nuts. Yeah, because in the end, it turns out being not that bad. Yeah, it's like oh, that wasn't that bad. That was pretty. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe there were some highlights, but it wasn't the whole trip that was a, an overall good impression. Exactly. And like, why are you going to drop one to two thousand dollars minimum if you're going to have an all right time? Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> like it, it yeah. doesn't. It's not that hard. Well, and you can even save money when you plan ahead. True. You know what you're going to do. You know, best rates, all that good stuff. Yep. And it's just, it's just wiser. And so my pet peeve is someone who just goes on a vacation, doesn't plan anything. I couldn't do that. That'd be very hard for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I 100% agree. But that is all the time we have for today. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. 
If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.